Welcome everyone to the new episode of the Definitive Crusade. I'm your host, Johnny Machine Hughes, and joining me this week, um, one of my crusading colleagues, it's Freya. Freya, how's it going? It's going great. It's absolutely freezing here. <laughs> well, <laughs> spring has sprung in the northeast of England. I have spent the afternoon on the beach, knee deep in seawater, chasing balls with my dog. So. So that's cool. Um, of course, it's cold in other places in the state. So, you know, I hope mm -hmm. everyone's taking care and making sure that they're safe and the families are safe. Whilst you're huddled up, we're going to talk about some comic books. Um, you're observant of you will notice that uh, we're down a person, but we're not mad about it. Not at all. <laughs> it's called karma. <laughs> yeah. Whew, you pick that book, that's what happens to you. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, Hopefully they won't come and bite us in the ass next month when issue 19 comes out. <gasps> there you go. There's a clue. They, go and check it out which, what, what you think we're talking about. We're not going to tell you. All right. So this time around, we've got three books to talk about. Um, one's a giant-sized book. One's caught a controversy. And one, well, the, first, the, the last one, the first part surprised us. So it seemed like a good, uh, a good time to kind of dip our toe back onto this. All right. So... Let us start, shall we? And we will start off with the very first uh, of our books, which is um, not there. We're talking about um, Love is a Battlefield, the DC book, correct? Yep. Excellent. So, Freya, this was your choice. So why don't you t tell me about this whilst I find the picture for everybody who wants to have a look at it there we go <laughs> so this is yeah oh yay yeah. so um honestly i actually kind of like the cover because it gives me um little shop of horror vibes yeah, yeah i get that that's <laughs> yeah the cover is a, a pretty good blast like i must admit i like the cover yeah so um uh, unfortunately the rest of the book <laughs> <gasps> I know. It's one of those things that you just like, you want the cover in like a poster that you can hang on your wall, but the rest of it, you're like, meh. So, um, the first, it's essentially just a bunch of short stories of like different, um, relationships and relationships I didn't know existed. <laughs> so, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. There's a couple in there that kind of make you go, really? Okay. That, cool. Yeah. Okay. So they brought back Catwoman's awful freaking armpit. <laughs> Did they? Oh, I hate it so much. And they have polka dot man, so I guess <laughs> I don't know. I can't take this. I don't think they meant for any of this to be taken seriously. So I'm giving them a pass on a lot of things because it's okay. obviously a joke. Except I don't understand why they're going to Zeus uh Zeus's um wedding, but they're all in their villain costumes. I mean, <laughs> it's guys, and you all know who you each other are because you go to Arkham together. It's not like it's a surprise. <laughs> Even the general public knows who these people are. Yeah. They're like, yeah, Edward Nigma is the Riddler. You know, Selena Kyle's Catwoman. Everyone freaking knows this. <laughs> and, you know, so it's like, we're going to go in costume. I did enjoy Bruce being Matches Malone again, but like yeah. it, it just—it's one of those things. Like, let me throw on a mustache and a pair of glasses, and no one will know it's me. I'm like, you're freaking Bruce Wayne. 
Everyone <laughs> <laughs> knows who you are. You can't just stick a mustache on and a pair of glasses like I'm a completely different person now. <laughs> Wait a minute. Superman <laughs> gets away with it. Well, Superman in one of the comics, he it, it he says that he's um he's casting an illusion over himself. That's why they can't tell it's yeah. him. It's like like some sort of like Kryptonian hypnosis type thing, isn't it? They said yeah, years so ago. He, at least they explained that. This is just freaking Batman, and he literally has a stuck-on mustache and a pair of glasses and a used car salesman suit. But <laughs> like you're still Bruce Wayne, dude. You didn't even <laughs> just it's no but and then they have this little dance routine and like i said i'm just giving it a pass on a lot of things because it's ridiculous and it's, i don't even know the point why he was there <laughs> yeah i kind of i'm kind of with you on this one because i got you start with batman catwoman because you know that's the that's the the in couple but then by the time i was finished with it i was like what why but you know <laughs> Yeah, they have like a battle to the death at the end. I'm like, what was? And he like had the Shazam moment. Yeah. <laughs> he's dressed as Matthew Malone, and then like he gets hit by Zeus's lightning, and then all of a sudden he's in the bat suit. And I'm like, how did yeah. you do that? <laughs> You're not freaking Superman. Yeah. You're not Shazam. So how did you do that? I remember. I like those. I don't know if you. I don't know if you read them, but I like those like really old. Well, not really old, but I suppose the late 70s, early 80s Batman comics before he got like super dark through Frank Miller and stuff where he'd be wearing like a complete fake mask of somebody and then he'd pull like the fake face off Mission Impossible style and he'd be wearing his Batman uh, cowl underneath <laughs> it and he'd be like, how did you hide those ears? Come on, really? What's going on there? <laughs> They're very flexible. <laughs> that's one way of putting it. <laughs> that's one way of calling it yeah flexible yeah. Uh -huh. but it, yeah this whole that whole story I gave it a pass because it's meant to be ridiculous and it was fun now <laughs> moving on to the Wonder Woman and okay it's Trevor that um, first of all let me get like, that <laughs> oh well like the first page, they just have their eyes closed. Everyone has their eyes closed. That's because so that's so they can, uh, you know, take a surprise at what's coming from for, for dinner. Oh yeah, like uh, the next page when they open their eyes, and then all of a sudden it looks like an Archie's comic. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, I I don't understand the art on this on this bit here at all. No, no, it's, ca it's quite the first that that first page there, and uh, we'll give out some credits towards the end of this because there are shed lords um but yeah somewhere along the line it goes from like quite darwin cook-esque nice open page and then boom i mean come on you know look <laughs> come yeah. on oh bonkers yeah and diana also has a shazam moment where you know she's wearing this nice slinky black and blue dress and all of a sudden she's in her wonder woman outfit her armor i'm like that well, she is wearing that really trendy um, handbag-looking thing, you know. That could be the lasso that's the shoulder strap. Not just, um, I get. If you have to fill in the plot holes for the story, it's not. A very <laughs> 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 that's a fair shout. Yeah, I want. I want a comic that don't have to plot myself, please. 
<laughs> if you have to explain something, you know. Also, there's this part that I hate more okay. than anything. It's uh page, I want to say page 14, where Diana's like jumping up. That one? And she has the ice. Yeah. Uh, so yes. her head, she's having a Batman moment where her entire face is like shrouded in in shadows and uh -huh. you only see like the Batman eyes for some reason, uh -huh. but the rest of her body is not in shadows. And in fact, if you actually look at where the shadows are on the rest of the body, her face shouldn't be in shadow at all. <laughs> uh -huh. the shadows behind her, not in front of her. So I don't know if they're saying that one, either her chest is so big, it's casting a shadow over her face or I don't know. She's wait a minute. That's power girl territory. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be right. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Power Girl. Power Girl. I do like Power Girl, so yeah, I agree. <laughs> but yeah, this whole thing. Also, if your hand gets encased in ice, I mean, Diana, I'm giving a pass because it's freaking Diana. But Steve, Trevor, he's losing that freaking hand. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, we say that we've seen plenty of Mister Mister Freezes. Um, um, victims get dethawed quite readily, and and so I think you know ice ice in the DC world is all, is different to the ice that's in the Dallas world right now. Yeah, so, just saying. No. Mm. Also, mm. I don't understand the ending. Okay, let's have a look. Uh, with the whole. Like, Diana defeats the snowman, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then Steve Trevor says, oh, so your snowman's a snow girl. And she's like, I'm gender fluid. And this guy goes, I'm gender fluid, too. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell just happened? Who goes up to the supervillain and goes, oh, I'm a female, too. I'm a dude, too. Let's be buddies. I'm like, she tried to kill you all <laughs> just like nine yeah. seconds ago. Or, sorry. They, they, well, they don't say their pronouns. I don't freaking know. Yeah. So, you know, and then, then Diana just lets, oh, yep. Oh, she, don't worry. They're gender fluid. I'm going to, oh, I'm sorry, Diana. Okay, you can go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you just destroyed this entire restaurant and tried to kill yeah. them. Bye. It's, You're gender it's... fluid. Okay, bye. What was that? It's DC at its um, inclusive best and worst. There you go. I, you know, the, the idea of putting gender fluid characters in and then having to justify it. And, and then the one, that, the one thing that knocks me about it um, mm -hmm. is that they automatically think that just because one person's gender fluid, they're automatically going to get on with somebody else who's gender fluid. It's like, surely it doesn't work like that. That must mean that, you know... <laughs> Every every woman I, I meet must want to sleep with me, right? Because that's the way it works, <laughs> right? It's gonna be, yeah. No, it's it's like I I am a female, biological and whatever. So, but I hate like I have very few female friends because I hate spending time with other females. I just do not like maybe because I don't like the same things as them or whatnot, and I've spent more time around guys. But almost like 95% of my friends are male. I mean, just because I'm a female doesn't mean I want to spend time with other females, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, just because, you know, and it's the same thing. Like, like my uh, lesbian friends, they're not only friends with lesbians. 
Like, <laughs> it's not like, oh, you can't, if you have to spend time with people who are like you, and that's just freaking stupid and ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it, it's, a, it's a thing, because uh, I remember back in the the Flash wedding on, yeah. the, on the TV show, when we all went to the alternative universe, Sarah bumped into Alex from the Supergirl show. Yeah. And because they were both lesbians, they both ended up sleeping together. I'm like, well, hold on a second. Straight people don't always, it doesn't always like, go ahead, I'm straight, you're straight. Yeah, cool, let's have sex. Boof. It does not know how it works. Uh, yeah. I just I just find that whole, I just find the whole thing, if you're going to do it, do it right. Don't um, don't play the lowest common denominator. Yeah, it's it's kind of insulting if you really think about it. Because it's also what happened to, ba to Batwoman. I'm like, just because, it's not like, yeah, you know, when yeah. a straight person comes across another straight person, like, all right, we got a bang now, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just... It, 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 you've got to applaud DC for trying, but yeah, it's like, it's like one of those, it is the weirdest, it is the weirdest exam mark. You get a you get an E, oh, sorry, you get an F because it sucks, but you get an A for trying. So well done, A for effort. Like yeah, Absolutely. I'm not even gonna. I'll give them a C minus for effort because that okay. is like the most There's... minimal effort possible. That's yeah, I'd give you that. It's and it's a nine pound page, so it's like you know you're just winding me up on purpose now. I'm sure you just picked it out just you know how much I love nine pound pages. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. But anyway, like and then the next one's Amanda Waller, which is a little bit more interesting, but also like. A toxic relationship because they're like screaming at each other, and then it's like one of those like now Kim moments. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you with this because I read I read the um, Batman Catwoman one, that's mm -hmm. fine. Of course, you know it's bats and cats, that's fine. I read the Wonder Woman one. As soon as I hit this one, I started picking and choosing, and I chose mm -hmm. not to. I was like, I just I just flick through this. You know, mm -hmm. two characters that could not interest me less. Well. Until you get to the Kid Flash story, <laughs> yeah, I, I very much skimmed the Kid Flash story because I didn't know it was actually a Kid Flash story because in the first page, I thought he was—I thought he was a chick with that like really arched, beautiful eyebrow going on and the <laughs> lip, and I'm like, oh, who's ah, this, yes, this character? And then, yes. and then all yeah. of a sudden we go over, and I'm like, oh, that's Wally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. you what, let, let, let's, let's give some credit where credit's due for this then i think um mm -hmm. let me just get back to the title page which oh, right. is somewhere down there boom there you go so let's give out some uh so we talked about batman catwoman so yep. that was perfect matches written by christos cage artist was i'm i'm gonna say zermanico apologies if i got it wrong uh, colorist was Romala Fajardo Jr. Letters are Tripatiri. We talked about Wonder Woman. Uh, so mm -hmm. right is Crystal Fraser, uh, artist by Juan Gideon, uh, or Gideon even. Uh, colorist Ulysses Ariola and letters by Marshall Dillon. Um, let's see. So where did you stop next, Kid Flash? Kid Flash Red Arrow. Marquis, that's Marquis, Marquis De Draper. Mm -hmm. Pop me on and Chris Sotomayor on colors, Rob Lee on letters. Okay, cool. Where else did you stop in this battlefield of love? Um, I very, very quickly skipped.
skim the poison ivy one. You didn't like the you didn't like the Harley Quinn poison ivy one. I hate Harley Quinn, so why would I? Know, I know, but it's I know, but it's it's a it, sweet little story. It's um, it, this, so so for me this. So we'll give out Tim Seeley's the writer, Rebecca Isaacs is the artist, Kurt Mitchell Russell for colorists, and letters Travis Lanham. Thank you have, for having names I can pronounce for a start. That's good. Cool. High fives all around. Um, it's it, for me this story. It was just yeah, I get it. It was a bit bonkers because it's all like, oh, do you remember this? Do you remember that? Do you remember the other time? But the last panel, it, that's what love is, you know. Yeah. So I can find you sooner. I was like, oh, you know, I mean, it just shows sort of all the all the the grief that the two have got gone through, and now the, you know, now they've kind of made the way and they know where they're going to be. I, th I just think it's, I just think it's a really, um, let's see if we can get to it because it's there. You go. I want to find it early. Oh, or earlier. How's that yeah. nice? That's 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 what love is, isn't it? Isn't yeah, that that's sweet. Yeah. Cool. I did skim it though, but yeah, that is sweet. Yeah. Um, it, I read more of that than I did the uh, Hawkman one. <laughs> see, see, I, I gave. A, I don't mind a little bit of Hawkman. I'm not going to lie. Um, so, um, Kevin Scott, Jose Luis on pencils, uh, Janice Trinandi on inkers. I know I said that wrong. Rex Lucas, colorist and letterer is Carlos M. Mangle, who does a lot of stuff for Dynamite and some of the smaller, smaller indie books. So, you know, it's good to see Carlos getting some uh, big two love. See, mm. I have one problem with the Hawkman one. I mean, to me, the art looked great. So, well done. Yeah. I thought that was pretty, the art was probably the best art out of the out of the ones we've talked about so far. Mm. Um, but they board the ship, right? They board yep. the ship, and they're there to try and save it so it doesn't go like pete tong and doesn't go where it's not supposed to go and which is fine i get it and we've got nice little snapshots of where they are in the past and stuff but when you look at it boom they just, just veer it off somewhere else mm -hmm. where's the spaceship going which other planet could it crash into Eesh. talk about being irresponsible <laughs> Irres irresponsible <laughs> Did you not like it then? I mean, the art's better. The art, look at the art. The, the art, cool. I did like the art, but like, like you said, it's just. Of course, they're gonna crash into Earth because everything happens on Earth. We can't possibly have it happen. <laughs> hey, I've seen Doctor Who. Everything happens on Earth. I know. <laughs> That's my main issue with Doctor Who. I'm like, go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Why but, is it always? Why is it always London? Why is it yeah, always why is England? It always London? <laughs> Damn yeah. Doctor. <laughs> and cool. I just, but um, yeah, I took uh, so the last story. I took one look at it and went, no. <laughs> okay. Go. Cool. Even though I like Mister Miracle and Big Barda as a, they're like my favorite DC couple, um, and I, it's just this art style is not for me. Made Barda look ugly. They made him look terrible too. Everyone looks ugly. Let's be honest. I just. Yeah. They are still for me. I hated it, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I didn't I, even bother reading it. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this one. So apologies, I'm, apologies to Regine Sawyer, Rob Zagleroy, uh, um, colorist Mike Spicer, Pat Rosero. Sorry, that was mm -hmm. a hard pass. That was a hard pass for me. Yeah, um, and then yeah, it, it it's just yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then, of course, you've got everybody's favorite couple. Oh, Nightwing and Starfire. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so I like them as a couple. Honestly, though, I like um, I like uh, Nightwing and Babs better, but yes. that's just because of you know I love Batgirl and or you know I like mm -hmm. Barbara. Um, but this it the colors are fantastic, but that's where it stops. <laughs> the colors are good. We've had a we've had our official <laughs> our first official Freya says the colors are great. The colors are great. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, because if you actually look at like, well, I don't know what's going on with Nightwing's ass through this thing, but, <laughs> but like when you get to what's always what's going on with his ass? I, I don't what, know what's his, going on. It's like his ass gets more. <laughs> his, his ass gets more sexualized than Power Girl's boob window. That's all I'm saying. So. Yeah. And bear yeah. in mind where we're going on the next book when we talk about sexualized and like body parts. You know, I'm amazed that nobody kicks off about Nightwing's bum the way that other people kick off about other things. But never mind. Yeah. Well, trust me, there there are some of us who're like, can you just stop with Nightwing, please? Like, <laughs> but like the whole everything I want to say about this art is in like summed up in like one panel, and you probably know what it is. Page Go sixty. It's page 60 after he gets off the bike and Starfire is like getting, I don't know, some of the flowers and uh -huh. right there, that last panel with his face. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's not any better when he's going in to kiss her. Oh, that's <laughs> See, that's why the folks on his butts, they can draw butts, they just can't draw faces. <laughs> ah, uh, I could not with this story. Um, <laughs> I just took one look at his face and went, nope, <laughs> he's very yeah. much a faggot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I, didn't see, I didn't see the point of this story. It's like the, the Corey and Dick romance has gone it's it's over it's been over for decades i don't understand why we keep going back as if it's some sort of major thing because it absolutely totally isn't in any shape way or form i mean she's had other relationships other than than dick grayson he's obviously been a player in um has barbara waiting on the wings pretty much all of the time um so everyone knows that it's it, it, it's not going to work with them, and they just need to just let it go now. They just need to stop, you know. Mm -hmm. it, no matter how hard you try and force this relationship to kind of say that it's a it's a real thing, and it, it was back in the eighties, but not so much now. You know, I mean, to keep these two together is a bit of a regression for both of them, I think. But, yeah. You know. I, yeah. But, no, that's oh. just that's just me being grumpy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, cool. That art was just bad. But yeah. anyway, after that, I just kind of gave up after that story. I yeah. know there's two more, but I just I can't take this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, I, I'm with you on this one. I kind of put the book down then. Um, so I've missed uh, the, there's a John Ridley story in here. John Ridley is the current writer of the next Batman. So if you're a fan mm -hmm. of that book, feel free to check this book out. It's John Stewart. Um, art by a monkey. Nepal, uh, Nepal, 
Pan, uh, who I've spoke to before for Comic Crusaders on some of his indie stuff. Uh, Jun Chung's on colours and Steve Wan's on letters. Um, I stopped. I'm not going to lie. I stopped reading. So I couldn't tell you anything about it other than the fact that it's a Green Lantern. That's it. Yeah. So is that is that a poor is that a poor representation of the book? Well, you know what we've we gave it a lot more time than I thought we were going to give it. And you know, bearing in mind there's books out there now, um, it's an eight-page special. Last year's was better, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Some wildcat was in there and some different things. Um I'm still kind of confused why DC don't want to put Jessica front and center. I I know I love Jessica, yeah. but I mean, here's the this is the best opportunity to bring up Katie's, you know, Batwoman's relationship and stuff, and then she's you not know, even in it. Yeah, and you got to think to yourself. For me, I would have liked to have seen um, if you want to have a diverse a div diverse group of. Um, love explained right you've got batwoman and maggie not in this book mm -hmm. huntress and the rene montoya question not in this book midnighter not in this book yeah these are real characters well these are real <laughs> characters that dc have put their effort in to create put the time make sure that the you know that the relationships that they have with their partners are solid and yet we don't get a single thing we don't even get an alan scott uh yeah. green lantern story and you think well anyone who says well he's in the he's not in the current continuity well neither was wildcat last year there's a wildcat story so you know you've got all this bloody 80 odd years of history can we not have we don't have to have batman and catwoman in every single comic yeah ironically Considering where we're going to go next, <laughs> yeah. yeah, ironically. All right, yeah. okay. So, what we'll do whilst we get our uh, our claws out ready for Batman Catwoman three, um, why don't you listen to one of our ads for one of our other shows? Um, this one is a show that Freya's never allowed on because she said I was old. Sorry, Freya. <laughs> it's all right. So it's all right. It's cool. So here's the advert for the Old Timers Comic Book Show. Check it out. If you want to find out what makes a professor do his happy dance, check out the All Timers Comic Book Show only on the UCPN. Oh, but doing his happy dance. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 our theme song. So yeah, I said to Josh, I want something a little bit hillbilly, and that's what he came up with. So pretty cool. Um, right, so that's the All Timers Comic Book Show, exclusive to our YouTube channel. Go check it out. Um, it talks about older comics. Uh, so the tagline is, of course, all-time comic book shows where the hosts aren't old, Freya, but the comic books most certainly are. All right, so go check that out for some uh, some fun. And of course, Blood Dancing is always a blast. There we go. Cool, excellent. So next up is, it is the book that has courted so much noise over the last week. Um Rightly or wrongly, yeah, it's fine. It's Batman Catwoman number three. Uh, we'll go through the credits, although by now it's a veritable 
who's who of DC's big guns. It's written by Tom Kin, art by Claire Mann, colors by Tomé Murray, uh, or Maury, and letters by Clayton Cowles. There you go. It's a black label book. So black label means mature themes ahead, or at least maybe not mature themes, but certainly mature costumes. There we go. Freya, what did you think of this book? Um, so I guess I missed out on what the controversy is. Because... Really? Okay. So I'll I get, I get do my I'll be a proper journal. So this picture, this panel, uh, aired on Twitter about three days before the book hit, and the huge controversy is the sexualization of Helena Wayne. So you've got um, this frame here, and you can clearly see her belly button right there. So that led people to say that she's naked. Well, she's not naked. She's wearing a grey skin tight, you know, unitard thing, spandexy thing. And that got people's uh, heads in a spin because, well, hold on, how's it so tight you can see the belly buttons? And then to make matters worse, um, a couple uh, a panel later, you talk about Dick Grayson's bum, there is Helena's bum with the thong included. So let's see if we can. There you go. Can you see that? <laughs> yep. There you go. So with the thong included. So this caught all sorts of noise on Twitter um, about the art, about the sexualization of characters. Um, I think we've kind of touched on the, the male <laughs> version of this with Dick Grayson's posterior. Yeah. So, and of course, this is Clear Man. Clear Man's not exactly. He's not exactly. Um, shy or retiring when it comes to drawing you know women in a in a sexy way i mean heroes in crisis for all the problems that it had and it had some doozies believe me uh for all the problems it had the art was pretty good all the way through apart from the two filling issues so hey ho there you go that's the rundown on the controversy so oh uh, well i mean People have belly buttons. <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you expect to see them in a comic book? That's what the, that's the question mm, is. Yeah. It could but, have been worse. It could have been It could have been a camel toe. Just be happy. It's not that. And that's, honestly, when I first looked, I'm like, why isn't she wearing pants? I'm like, oh, it's just the latex suit. And anyone who's actually worn, like, <clears throat> latex stuff, I mean, depending on the thickness and stuff you, you can see a belly button depending on what it is but <coughs> Freya's um, telling us just a little bit too much information I'm anything, not right? telling this lot about my personal life <laughs> <laughs> hold on latex fishnets and guitar playing I'm, I'm making a list I'm making a list <laughs> yeah uh, I honestly I don't find it a problem I find it ugly um, costume wise yeah, yeah. But I, I don't find it as a problem because here's the thing. We have Black Canary who runs around. How many superheroes and just people in general run around with their stomach showing, like with booty shorts and stuff? They're just out in normal day life because they feel like it. She's more covered up than like pretty much everyone I see on the street. So <laughs> it doesn't bother me. Also, this isn't the first time Bat Thong has been a thing. Do you guys did you guys not watch the nineties movie with, you know, mm -hmm. Batgirl in it? <laughs> 
they had bat nipples and bat thongs. So, I mean, that's where you're going to get upset. You should go back to the 90s because they were having that. Um, of course, we've had, uh, we've had, we saw a lot more of Bruce a couple of years back in his Black Label book. Remember in Batman Damned? Oh, yeah. I own that. But yeah, also, we I have. Sold that. Yeah. <laughs> Selena, <clears throat> Selena's showing her stomach too. Everyone freaked out. You could see her belly button. <laughs> oh no everyone's got like a belly button fetish thing going on yeah i mean her and bruce get down and dirty in this comic too oh my gosh we see bruce's belly button too <laughs> well, that's, that, that's because it's equality it's very much I... you show me yours i'll show you mine type of thing i know it's just uh it's that's <laughs> it's ridiculous what you're getting people are getting upset about i'm like yeah the costume's pretty ugly design wise let's be honest yeah, I, I agree with you on that. It definitely is. It's definitely top heavy. It needs it needs something on the bottom half to kind of like balance out a bit. Um, yeah, I don't like, have a, I don't have a problem with the with the belly button. I don't have a problem with the thong at the back or anything like that. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it, it, you're absolutely right. I think it's just poorly designed. If she was wearing something, I don't know if she was wearing like high like thigh high boots, whether yeah, they're flat or heels or whatever. That would then break up the contours and would maybe elongate the leg a little bit, but then you get get grief for like putting like stockings on on a superhero hashtag fishnet to the best says Black Canary <laughs> and Zatanna, but and Zatanna, yeah, yeah. And, and and freaking, I mean, Catwoman gets in a fight in her underwear essentially. Pretty no much that. I mean, <laughs> you know. Also, one of my main issues besides, I guess people being upset about it now um was just the freaking jumping around in time yeah i had no idea what the heck because like oh two pages and then we're here and then all of a sudden we cut to joke can we just please have a book that doesn't have any connections to joker for like <laughs> a year please i am so sick of joker he <clears throat> he's not even one of Batman's best villains anymore because he's been so overused. It's annoying. Batman has a huge arsenal of really amazing. Like, when have we had a, have we had a Zaz book? You know, Those, have we had a Zaz Black Label book would be the best. No, we can't do that. You know, have we had like a Penguin book? Have we have we had um, just anyone like a Hush book? You know, Hush. You know yeah, that guy? Yeah, you know, Batman has a ton of villains and they're not using them. And now Catwoman's not a villain anymore, which is also very boring and I'm just kind of, but whatever. But <clears throat> it, and Raj Al Ghul, I haven't, I can't think of the time, like last time I've seen Raj, like, villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, the jump cuts, um, they kind of hint that Batman's dead. I don't know if it's because I just missed it in the last one. It, but the jumping from time just really ruined the flow of this mm -hmm. book. And I don't know why the hell Joker's in a safe and why he didn't suffocate because safes are airtight, so he'd be dead. But, like, I don't <clears throat> I don't know what the hell's going on. So I think you're, I think you're right. The jump, the jump cuts do kind of get a little bit tedious after a while. Um, I think there's enough going on that keeps you interested um i i agree with you that the joker is massively overused but i think um that said 
I think how he's used here, how he kind of gives Selena some information that you know that he knows that she can't tell Batman because Batman will turn around and say, "Well, how do you know?" And then you find out that she's been hanging out with the Joker. That would kind of like throw a spanner in the work. So now the Joker's proper playing games with Selena, um, which mm -hmm. which which makes it an interesting an interesting take. It's, it's like instead of going after Batman, he's going after Selena for a little bit. So um, it's interesting um for that um i don't mind helena wayne as as a new batwoman batgirl bat vigilante whatever you want to call her um mm -hmm. the art for the most part works really well although i'm not keen on this panel here in the middle because what's this here i don't understand just because like how do things really bend like that i don't think they do there's not a joint there like um but over, overall i thought the art was was really good um Somewhere along the line, I don't know if it's me, but haven't we lost sight that there's a that Andrew Beaumont's missing? Yeah, isn't that wasn't that the point of Phantasm coming back, or is it alluded that this is Andrew Beaumont in the Phantasm suit? Um, no, because they they showed who it was previously. I think in like the first one, mm. and. It, it, like I said, it's these jump cuts because you have essentially like three different stories going on at the same time. Yeah. And that's, it's confusing because it, it, it just jumps from one to the other and mm -hmm. it has no clear continuity. Mm. I think some of this we're going to have to read kind of once it's done. Um, we're going to have to read it like all 12 issues, bum, one, bum, bum, one after the other, just to kind of get the, the flow. I, I agree. I, I'd prefer much more linear storytelling, or at least mm -hmm. less jump cuts. If you're going to do, if you're going to do it, you know, you've got to. You, you can't keep teasing us along with three different storylines because you know, with three issues in, it doesn't feel like we've actually progressed anywhere yet. You know, mm -hmm. we've only got one more issue, and that's effectively the first, the first, um, first arc done. Yeah, we're quarter of the way in. So, you know, come on, let's get some uh, more meat and potatoes. Um, as for Bruce dying, he was dead in one of the Batman annuals that Tom mm -hmm. King wrote. So is this a continua uh, continu continuation of that theme? Um, I'm not sure, but no, I, I still I enjoyed it. It's still got enough going on for me, I think, to keep me interested. Um, if for, for the naysayers about the art, I will say this, that if you don't like the art, don't buy the book. Mm-hmm. No one's saying you have to buy the book. You know, it's I'm not buying it. <laughs> if you talk if you don't like it, don't buy it. It's yep. as simple as that. If you don't like it, what you shouldn't do is buy the book, then whinge about buying the book. You know? That's yeah. like that's like going in and saying, I really do you know what I really hate? I really hate a Big Mac. But I'm gonna go to McDonald's, I'm gonna order a Big Mac and then I'm gonna complain about it. Well, you're not yeah. doing yourself any favors. Serve yourself the grief, move on, and buy something that you do like. Yeah. Simple. All right. Cool. Mm -hmm. Excellent. All right. Okay. So that's the Bat Cat 3 out of the way. Um, so next up, we were quite surprised, I think, if memory serves, by uh, the first part of this book. Um, we're going to talk about future 
date, our only future state book we're going to talk about today, um, and it's the Shazam book, um, which I think kind of surprised us all, if, I, if memory serves. Um, so let me grab my notes. So Shazam, script by Tom uh, Tim Sheridan, pencils by Eduardo Pansica, uh, inks by Julio Ferreira, colors by Marcello Maiolo, um, letters by Rob Lee. There you go. Cool. And on the cover, we've got Billy. We've got, it looks like a Trigon Raven thing going on. And we've mm -hmm. got, of course, the Shazamster himself, Captain Marvel. <gasps> not the Carol Danvers one. I hasten to add. All right, Freya, kind of like threw this one in last minute. So what did you, what was your take on the, on the Shazam book? Um, from all the future state books, um, yep. I liked this one uh, from start to finish. They kind of ruined the surprise reveal at the end on the cover. So good <laughs> yeah. job, then. Like, yeah, well done, guys. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. Let's just promote the end. Um, so overall, I like the story. It explains like why Shazam's going around killing people. He's seeing the demons and stuff. Um, and that's what you know. It, it, it explains. It fills in most of the plot. Well, I feel like it fills in the plot holes. If there's one missing, then whatever. Um, and it, it even explains the the guy in the shadows following them around. You know who that is. You know, and um, Dead Man shows up. But yeah, I liked it. Um, the ending was good, but like I said, they ruined the surprise reveal that. Surprise, surprise, the, the person behind the door was, you know, Demonic Raven, which <laughs> you can tell this creator, this this character was created in freaking Teen Titans Go by the name yeah. of this character. <laughs> <laughs> the unkindness. Yeah, that's totally a Teen Titans Go yeah, name. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's like a Teen Titans Starfire name, isn't it? That's yeah. yeah. The unkindness. <laughs> I'm like, really, guys? That's okay. Okay. <laughs> But I do like Raven, and um, I am excited to see her as a villain because she, you know, mm. her demon blood coming out. So I was like, yeah, that will be fun. I like evil Raven, just Raven in general. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a Raven fan, to be fair. I like Raven. Yeah. So other than that, I don't really have – to keep it short, I don't have too many gripes with, like, the artwork. I think the art was Really? I've never I'm, seen the Spectre look so buff. He's on Venom. Look at yeah, well, besides the Spectre, let's—I'm <laughs> that's nitpicky, and I'm trying to keep. I don't this know open. how you dare call it me nitpicky of art. Really? <laughs> oh my good god, you've changed. You've changed. You know, okay. I—I'm—I'm trying to keep it short. If I wanted to go through and like come say everything I wanted to say about like the art and stuff, we'd be here for a long time. Yeah, get yourselves comfy, guys. Bring the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he is. Um, pulling some like Chris Redfield from you know Resident yeah. Evil Five must with a biceps. But like I said, I was trying to get through this quickly because we spent a lot of time on the first book, and that's my that's fault. Fine. No, no, that's good. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't mind this book at all. I, I kind of agree with you that it would, if if we wanted, if we weren't doing this pod, I wouldn't have picked this up to look at it. But mm -hmm. we looked at it. We quite enjoyed it. The second one carries that along. I agree. Why would you put the end on the cover? 
-hmm. absolutely no point um my only issue with it apart from some of the wonky art is i hate this last bit all right the unkindness returns in future state black adam why dc why do you tell us that this is a two-issue story and then go and conclude it somewhere else it they did the same thing with the uh, medals i know but i didn't read medals for exactly this for exactly they do it all the time if it's if it's batman 100 with the extra stories they put in or detective 1027 with the extra stories they put in it's always this will be continued later in the year it's like mm -hmm. for christ's sake just put in the full story if it's going to be two issues make it two issues if it, if you wanted to be more issues fine future state shazam should be four issues like some of the other future state books are that way you get the story told yep well um, at least they kind of did that with wonder woman for the most part like her story was self-contained like the new, the new wonder woman yeah Not yeah i mean they had her in other books but i mean like her actual story of her yeah. going into the world that was self-contained like it that was. Had no to anything else and but how much mean, how stronger was that for that though how much better was it you felt you'd read a full story. You can put it down and go, yes, I know who this character is. I don't have to go looking around for other things. Yeah, she's in other things if I want to go and look it. But for an origin story, boof, there it was. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. That's just, you know. Just... I mean, freaking Spectre was even in the, the Wonder Woman book. <laughs> oh, man. And like... like... <laughs> And Swamp Thing was in the Wonder Woman book. And so the, was a Neb Nebula? Neb Neb yeah, Nubia? Yeah, Nebia. Nebia? Nubia? 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 Hold on. There's an advert in this book for us, so let's check. No. There don't. you go. There it is. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Nubia. There you go. That That's artwork. Sweet. I mean, I am a freaking manga fan. And so they're like uh, graphic novels and stuff. So... And they're like graphic novels. I'm like, graphic novel does not mean cheap crap art that looks like it's something that someone on Tumblr drew, you know, of their so, their fan made character. Let's. I mean, this is a young adult book, so bearing in mind it's not aimed or geared towards you or I. So you know, yeah. Let's but, let's kind of just keep keep that in mind. Although I will say, no need for the legs to be that long and the trousers to be so high. Just saying. Yeah. Well, but, here's know. the thing. Even if you're younger. You know what good art looks like. Like I would feel insulted on <laughs> me as a teenager to buy this yeah. book because I would have been like, no, because guess what? There's manga, you know, Japanese manga and yep. other things. And then you're like, oh, here's this. And it <laughs> looks like someone who created a fan fiction. They're like, this is what my OC character looks like. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the art style reminds me of. This Tumblr. Uh stuff and i'm like sorry cool. just because you're young doesn't mean you don't know like i know high schoolers who can draw better than this all right okay cool no no it's fine i'll tell you i asked about the art i didn't expect to get a critique on the other anyway so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no? um right so we're done we're nearly done with the future state we've had batman the next batman issues one through four 
I think we're still waiting for a, detective, a dark detective to come, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we've had the Wonder Woman books. We've had the Swamp Thing books. We've just talked about the Shazam books now. Uh, the Supergirl books done and done. I think Green Lantern 2 is, is up being out. So now's a really good time to ask this question for you. Do you think Future State has been a success? <clears throat> well, oh, she's clearing her throat, guys and girls. <laughs> We're in trouble. <laughs> I do know that they turned a profit however i think that was mostly due to people's curiosity mm -hmm. more than anything but if we're going with like just the books in general um i think the new wonder woman um who i can't remember her name but the one from the you know south yeah. america i think yara flaw yara yeah so yara she i feel like her future state book not not the what was it called immortal wonder woman yep. i mean the actual like wonder woman book mm -hmm. um i think that was a success i think that um shazam was a success and for people who like swamp thing books and stuff mm -hmm. i think swamp thing was a success for you know those yeah, type yeah. of books because you know that's kind of swamp thing mm -hmm. um however i think <laughs> I think the Batman, uh, the next Batman, I think that was just a freaking disaster. Mm. Um, also, I love Nightwing, but the Nightwing books were also a freaking disaster. And it was mostly because they it, it, they can't seem to keep like their new characters to their own books. And for some reason, we have the new Batman in the, the Nightwing book. So then it doesn't it doesn't feel like a Nightwing book because freaking Batman's in it. Um and he's a dark and, detective as well. So. And dark detective. And I mean, so I want to say overall, no. Because because <laughs> overall, at least to me, if you like the books, great. But overall, I didn't like most of the books, even with characters I did enjoy. Uh -huh. um, so I'm going to say no. Like, I hated the Catwoman books. Um, <gasps> okay. I'm just... I'm just done with Catwoman, to be perfectly honest. Uh, okay. She's like freaking Joker to me now. I'm like, I just hate whenever she's around. Um, and the, I don't know. It, it's, I don't like them. I don't know. They all kind of, I think mostly because they're not contained to their own stories. That's yeah. my main issue. Okay. Um, if, if they all like Yora and they have their own like book and story that made, sense and they were just introducing these characters that would be great but i'd be like this is what's going on with nightwing but they're not they're just really mixing it yeah making yeah. it weird so so i kind of agree with you to to a certain extent i think you're absolutely right the yora floor wonder woman book was fantastic both both episodes both issues were great um definitely go and check those out if you're still in the comic book shops um and if you can get there safely of course um the next batman for me has been um i'm not gonna say disappointing because i didn't have high expectations i find it pointless i find it pointless i think all the next batman has proven is how much we enjoy bruce wayne not batman yeah if that makes if that makes sense we enjoy bruce wayne um the nightwing books a throwaway book the i quite enjoyed the supergirl book because you know supergirl's my guilty pleasure uh, and it was something different 
And I like that. I thought, well, that was the point of Future State was to do something different. And yet, mm. while Swamp Thing embraced that, books ended up being exactly the same. It's like, you know, the Batman-Superman book. Well, all right, so it's just new Batman, new Superman, nothing different. You know, the just the new Justice League book, it's it's just the Justice League, but exactly the same. It just it was just pointless. And I kind of think to myself, with all the different characters they've got going on, you know, that the DC have, there's no Green Arrow, there's no Canary. Zatanna was heavily featured on the posters of being in there, and she's hardly mm -hmm. in the Justice League dark story. Yeah. So it's like, you know, no it's Power Girl. It, it's no, kind of the same as like Red X, like in the Teen Titans. Yeah. They're like, yeah, Red X. And then he's just kind of, I mean, he's there, but he kind of is a background character. Mm. Like, he's even Bob in all the shots with like the Teen Titans, he's in the back. Yeah, he's Boba Fett. That's who he is. And, and I'm like, <laughs> I remember being excited because I loved Red X because I liked the old Teen Titans. Uh -huh. But then it's like, yeah, it, it was just kind of disappointing. So I I feel that Future State hasn't been the critical success that I think DC would have hoped it would be. Um, of course, this is just my opinion. There's probably hundreds of people who loved whatever. That's fine. And that's that's the good thing about opinions that neither right nor wrong. They're just different. So you know, mm -hmm. stick with it. If you if you guys liked the next Batman, next Batman. Great, you'll buy the, the book when it comes out as a, a maxi series later in the year. That's fine. For mm -hmm. those of us that like um, Nightwing being Nightwing, don't forget, middle of March, Nightwing 78th comes out. We're back to basics. It's Nightwing and Bloodhaven, a couple of yeah. other characters thrown in. If you want to check an advanced review of that, go check Comic Crusaders. Um, they've got an advanced review of that book as we speak. So, um, you know, there are some. There is some light at the end of the tunnel. Are there going to be any re ramifications of, of Future State? Well, there wasn't much one of that uh, Future's End. No. Like, or Convergence. Do you remember <laughs> Convergence? No. Nope. Not really. I have a question, though, that Go. just popped in my head. They yeah. had this little, people were making a big deal about Damien and stuff. Mm -hmm. Was he even in a book? Because I can't I remember what book he's in. He's not in Teen I, Titans. I and he's read. not in the new Batman. He's not in Nightwing. Is it because he's getting a new book? There's a new book coming out. It's in, uh, It's been solicited. It's going to be Robin and Batman. Um, so he's yeah, going to get his... They book. said this is like a future state outfit. And so I'm just like... Or was he? He wasn't in Superboy or uh, Superman. I haven't seen him, to be fair. In fact, I haven't seen him since he yelled at Bruce when he left the Teen Titans. So, Yeah, a 13-year-old just disappeared. Check <laughs> your milk cartons. <laughs> Great parenting, Bruce. Good job. <laughs> well, at least he's alive. He's not dead again. So, you know, that's always a win for a Robin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right guys there you go that's the end of this pod uh thanks very much for freya freya thanks for taking part always good yeah no problem yeah, had a blast um don't forget to check out the ucpn for all your favorite shows including freya k-pop cosmos which is once a month 
Um, the new episode that we're going to be talking about is a girl group, and I, I should have invited you, Johnny. You would have loved it. Um, we're talking and, fishnets. Oh, they have fishnets. So, <laughs> and short shorts and midriffs and all that stuff. What's the name of this band? Let me just write this down. Um, just look up any girl group, honestly. <laughs> you know what? I'm got, I've, when K-pop's, when, when's this going to happen? Is, it, <laughs> well, is this live yeah. now? No, it's uh, we already recorded it, so you missed out. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, they're a big... Uh, they are Korea's nation girl group. So, yeah, look forward to that, everybody. <laughs> oh, excellent. And my frustration is obviously pulp, uh, showing on my face. <laughs> All right, okay. Um, and, of course, you've just seen that for the old-timers. You've also got the... Uh, Jank Think Tank, which is the new Magic Gathering show, and of course our our Marvel show with the No Prize podcast, which of course will be talking about One Division. Yeah, just so you know, crossing over universes might sound cool if you're an X Man to uh, One Division, but the Flashes did it first in Crisis. Yes, they did. Go check it out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All that's left for me to say is uh, this is Johnny Machine Hughes. Adios.